This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Razmataz Von Dazmataz. He is hell promo yeah. code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling great. I feel I'm a little bit more aerodynamic, as you see. You look great. I feel great. It feels right. Good. Mm-hmm. Is the thing, you know? Also, uh, judging by your hat, you appear to be the mayor of Cream City. The mayor of Cream City, which we'll touch upon a little bit later. That's, uh, that's what we call a big market tease, but snap. There we Ryan, go. we just had a very successful hashtag Dorktober 5, a new beginning. I thought it went very well. We had some good episodes, including a brand new top 50 horror movie list as put together by the hashtag Dork Shared Gooniverse. And I'll tell you what, the more I look at it, the more I love that list. That's a good lo- list for people. And it was one of those things where we, again, I mentioned this on the podcast, but it cannot be undersold that we all looked at the list and nobody bitched about it it was like no that makes know, sense. Funny. Mm-hmm. that totally makes sense i like the list a lot because i th- and i think five is a good number when putting together a list like that because there were definitely movies that both you and i would have left off that probably deserve to be on just because it's right. like our taste and whatever but when you have five a minimum i think of five people voting you're gonna get a good kind of varying degree of like gory ghosts old new everything else i like the list a lot you can check it out in our archives uh, also on twitter we were posting them uh throughout as well but we go from dorktober to november ryan we I sure do a very very important month for you it's a very important month for me uh this whole month i'll be raising money for november uh which is a very important initiative for me it deals in, dealing with all things related to men's health so testicular and uh, prostate cancer, as well as mental health initiatives, which you know I'm a big advocate for. So um, if you guys have the means, please, um, I know times are what they are right now, um, but I also know that uh, it's now more important than ever that we, as mo- our mostly male audience, um, check in with That's themselves, take fair. care of themselves, do what you can yeah. to um, to uh, be nice to people and be nice to yourself. You know? Yes. That's a nice message. And if you go to Davey's uh, Twitter uh, account at yep. Rvon D, he's got links and stuff. And so you can help him out if you can on there. And then in, in another month, it's uh, hashtag Dorkmas. Dorkmas. Five days of Dorkmas. So, non-denominational Dorkmas. Correct. Yeah. So get excited. We're ending the year with a bang. With a bang. With a bang. Ryan, should we get to the news of the week? Yeah, what the fuck? Okay. Season two of The Mandalorian came out this past week, and Ryan, we ran a poll on our at Dork Podcast Twitter page, and we said, should we do a standalone episode for every individual episode of season two of The Mandalorian? And the results were pretty close, but the uh, majority did say, no thanks, just save it for the end. 
and I really could have gone either way. I was split. I was like, oh, I could do it every week or I could not. So here's what we're going to do. How's this grab you? I think hit, this, hit is good, this, this is this is going to make everybody happy. We're not going to do a standalone episode until the very end of the season. However, we are going to do a little spoiler free during this week in Dork. And then at the end of the episode, maybe we'll do a little spoiler, a little taste of the spoiler action at the end. So if people haven't seen it or don't care, they can say goodbye. Or if they're interested, they can stick to the end and we'll talk about our thoughts from the first episode. I think that's good because there's the people who want to know our thoughts on The Mandalorian, want to know it now. You know, they don't want to wait now, you know, 10, 10 weeks or something like that to find out what we're going to do with The Mandalorian. So um, I'm excited for it. I think um, we'll just talk about it a little bit, you know, maybe get some thoughts. And then, uh, like you said, at the end, we'll, if the, for those of you who stuck around, you can, you can tune us out or you can uh, yes. hear our thoughts. Overall, it was the longest episode they've ever had. It was 54 minutes, although there's sure. a good chunk of credits at the end. So it was really closer to like 50, but long episode. I thought good, but we will get we will unpack mm-hmm. it a little bit more later on. Ryan SNL back to back big weeks here. John Mulaney just hosted SNL this week, sure and did. then next week it's going to be Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, which I'm is back to back post election, right? Yes, it is. Because the last yes, one, Donald is. Trump became president that Saturday was Dave Chappelle, and he gave one of the best monologues I've ever heard on Saturday Correct. Night Live. I agree, and I think uh, no matter what happens tomorrow night, I think Dave Chappelle is going to be the guy I want to hear from on the Saturday. Absolutely. And did you hear that thing he did uh, in his his town where he lives in Ohio? I did. Yeah, that was a YouTube clip. I forget what it was called, but it was. Um, I think it was. It was. Uh, it was about George Floyd. Yes. And it was the title of it. This is a bad job out of me, but it was the the amount of time that. The cop had his knee on him. Yes. It was it 11.38? I forget. I, I forget. I, 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 was gonna, I wasn't going to say that. I knew it was the time, but I wasn't. because It was. Year. It was the time. and it, But that was a power. That was a powerful. Uh, I don't even know if you want to call it stand up. Whatever it, it was. was not. Just, it, just yeah. him talking. Just him talking to the crowd. Yep. And so I think it'll be pretty raw. No matter what happens coming up on Saturday. That'll be Chappelle. Mulaney, meanwhile, I thought he had a good monologue. The, the stand-ups do the best monologues in SNL. Just because they don't have yeah. to rely on some hacky like hey come on up and sing a song or q a yeah, with right. the audit they just do 10 good minutes 10 good minutes and then uh the what i uh the sleepy hollow sketch i thought was very very good yeah 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 he yeah. watched yeah. that so um it was it was good it was not great not my favorite but it was good yeah i would say so. that's the fourth time Melanie has done it mm-hmm. uh and oh by the way 846 was the name of yeah. the dave Chappelle. Uh, I guess especially that you'd, you'd call it. Meanwhile, Chappelle's show on Netflix now. On Netflix. I was going to bring that up. Awesome. I watched the entire first season yesterday. It's so good. It's so good. And the one thing that drove me nuts is, and it's not like it had more commercials than other shows, but when you watch that show live when it was on, didn't it feel like it was always in commercial? They'd be like, because the skits went by so quickly because they were so funny. And then right. he's like, all right, I'll be right back. We'll be right back. So now that it's on Netflix, I'm just going to rip through this. Oh, it was like the same when it was on DVD. Like it was so much better on DVD. Because like you said, they would do one three-minute sketch and then go to commercial. And they would come back and do like one quick hitter and go to commercial. So, I mean, I never thought of that. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. It is. And uh, meanwhile, Rick and Morty is on HBO Max now. So HBO Max, season four, if you're looking for season four. Right. The trailer came out for the Save by the Bell reboot. This is coming to the Peacock Network. Any interest in the Save by the Bell reboot? My 
initial reaction to watching this was so mm. like, oh my God, same by the bells coming back. And I could hear Goo go like from like, what's that? Him creaming his pants. Oh, just, he was the mayor of cream city that day. Yeah, he was. But Saved I just, by the bell. I loved though. I loved Saved by the bell. Who's your, who your girl on the show? I mean, this is a, a basic bitch answer, but Kelly. Of course. And then 10 years later, after seeing Showgirls, you were like, maybe you rewatched Saved by the Bell in the morning. No. Like, maybe Jesse's not Kelly. so bad. Kelly. Oh, yeah. No, nobody was bad. I was a big Lisa fan, too. But I am a all about Kelly. Kelly Kapowski. It's funny because Zach and Kelly are both back. They're still yep. married. Zach is the governor of California. And yep. then uh, Ace uh, Slater. And Jesse both work for the school. And she's the principal and he's the gym teacher, right? No, he is the uh, athletic director. Athletic director. Because I, and one of the best parts, AC Slater in the trailer sits backwards on a chair and the kid goes, Do you just sit backwards on a chair? Yeah, it's great. It's like, I've never seen anyone do that. And I'm like, Well, let me tell you something, son. Let me tell you something. You ever getting, you ever gotten naked to poop? No. Why would you? Right. No. <laughs> My respect. Why would you? It seems like a lot of extra time. <laughs> but yeah, so, so they're, the four of them are in it, which is no surprise. No Screech, because he Fuck went off Screech. the end. No yeah. Lisa, because unfortunately, Google Lisa, uh, she also, she's gone on some bad times. She had a hit, yeah. Not Mark doing Voorhees, well. not, not mm-hmm. going to be joining us at dinner. No. So that's too bad. But I think I might give it a little bit of a go, but I have, I don't have big expectations for it. I'll give it a, I'll give it a rip. I mean, you love a good, you know, maybe they'll introduce a TC Tugger in there. Uh, they could they could use a TC. ACs comes out of these like it's not a joke. It's not just like it's, it's not like a snuggie. You don't wear them on pub crawls or nothing. <laughs> uh, right. This was some interesting, and I don't know if this has been confirmed a hundred percent yet. But it, usually, when these things, there's a lot of smoke around them. They end up being true. But eventually, Disney Plus, who apparently is like holding out all their content on us, mm-hmm. we haven't gotten shit on Disney Plus. But for their show Moon Knight, which they're eventually going to be making. Oscar Isaac might play Moon Knight. So this is his third character in the MCU. Not technically the MCU, but his third Marvel character, it would be. Well, Apocalypse is, I guess, not MCU, in, but he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the other Same one? With, he was the voice of uh, Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099. Oh, right, 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 right. In right, Spider-Verse. Right. So... And Star Wars is actually a Marvel comic <laughs> property. <as well>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I, I think it'll be good. I, I didn't even think of him like as an option for that. I, I think he's a great. Uh, he's a great. He's a great actor. And, you know, I, I think it's a, a wonderful guy. choice. Um, yeah. Keanu was attached to this for a little bit. Yes. Yep. Which could have worked too, but uh, this is some. I'm bummed out about this news, Ryan. Apparently, there will not be a season three of Mindhunter. I love Mindhunter. I really wanted to see where that was going to go. And I think it was a David Fincher was talking about it. And he yes. said, and he gave the best reason why there's probably not going to be a season three in that people like us love it, but I see why people don't. And he said, it was a huge budget for a show that not a lot of people watched, which <laughs> was like, the same. It's like the dork podcast. It's exactly. And I think <laughs> the same thing. You remember the HBO series Rome? Yeah, which was really, really well done, really, really cool. It just was so expensive to make that they just kind of canned it at the end. I yeah. wonder why Mindhunter was so expensive to make. Um, I think it you. What the hell? 
I mean, the, the, the production quality of it was excellent. I'm, I'm guessing it's like everything that goes, that goes into a little show like that, like you have different locations, mm. um, actors' salaries. Because um, that guy who, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Goff. Oh, yeah, the guy was in Hamilton. His star is rising. So, like, he's probably asking for more money. You know, yeah, so like, he's eh. so good in that show, too. He's, so, he's good in everything. He's yeah, unbelievable. He, he was the best part of Hamilton. He was the only part I liked. You're right. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. He's really good. But I just, it's a shame because that show clearly didn't know they were going to be canceled. I mean, they obviously, there's a chance. But they kept setting up the BTK killer in season two. Right. And season two took place in, like, the early 80s. And BTK doesn't get arrested until like another 20 plus years so you're like all right if you're teasing him hopefully there's some sort of payoff so my hope all along was you do a time jump in season three to like the not eight late 80s 90s yep another time jump in season four or even season five then you eventually get him. but then this way you can check in on some of the other serial killers like jeffrey dahmer and shit like along the way and that what was crazy to me is they they walked you through all of these serial killers who i was too young to remember yeah oh a lot of obscure ones too but i was following the btk story the entire time it was unfolding yeah it, that was a crazy story fucking gross yeah the whole thing yeah nuts uh ryan borat 2 or borat sure. subsequent movie film came out on amazon a week ago it was actually out while we were doing our podcast last week but because we just did the top 50 horror we didn't do a this week in dork or anything and mm -hmm. We made the executive decision not to do a standalone episode on Borat 2, despite Borat being one of the greatest comedies of all time, one of the great films of all time. <laughs> Borat 2, good, not great. Solid. And I think my ultimate decision to not have a standalone episode for Borat 2 was that the message of the movie was so divisive is the wrong word, but... That movie took a stand, um, and we try to not do that mm. um, as much as we. And I granted not to timestamp this episode, but there's a pretty big election tomorrow, um, and deal. that's something people people come listen to us to get away from that stuff, and we right. don't really like to delve into that. And right. this movie, like I said, for whatever whatever you believe, whatever your leanings are, it definitely yeah. had a message, right? And whether or not that was for you, we kind of want to stay away from that. And it also wasn't as fun. I laughed, but I never, like, the first Borat I saw, I remember I saw it in the theater with Opie the Poet, and Opie's oh, yeah. got one of those, like, infectious, loud laughs. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole movie. That's all we were doing. Like, he was dying. Like, we were both dying laughing. This movie, I, like, chuckled throughout, but I never, never, like, cried laughing. Never teared up one. It wasn't like, I think you should leave or something like that. Yeah. I saw Borat in the theater with my boy, The Fridge. Shout out and for uh, and our friend Suzanne, who had no idea, she had knew nothing about the movie, just knew that it was funny. And she sat between Fridge and I, and the two of us were howling, laughing. And she was just like afraid, eh, laughing, <laughs> laughing, but like <laughs> especially in the scene in the hotel when they're running, yeah. they're like him and Azamat yeah. are like chasing each other. By the way, poor Azamat. Poor Azamat did not go well for him. <laughs> no, as it turns out. Yeah, no, I mean there was definitely some there were some funny parts and like as far especially if you're comparing it to horror uh, horror comedy sequels, like it yeah. did pretty well. It's but very good. Yeah, I don't think we would have had a lot really to discuss I, I, anyway. We would have been like, no. yeah, it was good. It was good. See it. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of how we feel about that. But let's introduce you to this, Ryan. This is the next portion of the show. 
This is This Week in Horrible Rossi Takes. How about this? Uh, our friend Jason Rossi, he of the Pop Culture Piledriver podcast, along with Billy D. Yeah. He tweeted this out a week or so ago. Quote, never seen nor care to see Borat or Borat 2. Why? Like, And he tweeted out tonight, what's even more infuriating is if you look at his Twitter right now, I'm going to pull it up. Oh, my God. I don't um, know can. He, this is the tweet of the night. Checking out Knock Knock on Netflix. What is Knock Knock? Who gives a shit? That's not the point. Like, <laughs> who gives a flying shit what Knock Knock is? It's a film apparently from 2015. Oh, my God. Starring Keanu Reeves, who is probably in it for like 10 minutes. And... uh but what, a, what an outrageous thing to say on the internet to people. He not only so if you if you haven't seen a movie, I, I typically I'm not gonna shame somebody. Like there are things that come up, maybe you haven't seen it, or for whatever, something slipped through the cracks and you haven't seen it. But Borat is one of the greatest comedy films of all time. And when did it come out? Oh six? It's been out for a long ass time. I, I was out of college when it came out. But not only this, he's never seen it, nor does he care to see it. As but that's he points the, like, out. why? Like, what? What I don't is? Get it. What? What flag are you trying to plant right now? <laughs> that like you're like, oh, like what? Why? Why are you dying on this hill? I don't, I don't understand. understand. I I don't know why you wouldn't see that. Listen, Borat two, maybe a little bit different, whatever. But the first Borat one, you haven't oh, seen crazy. it. Have I heard him? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Have I heard him say, "My wife"? Have I heard him say that? Mm, good question. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. But if he, of course. But like, yeah. there's, Solid. there's, whether or not you think Sasha Baron Cohen is funny or smart or whatever, right? You, ha- you there's had a to cultural there. There's a cultural IQ that there's like a minimal cultural IQ that you need to have to be in this gang. <laughs> like, if I quote a movie, you better yeah. fucking know what movie I'm quoting. Yeah. I know because it's you know what I mean. So we should probably come up with a list. That could be our episode next week. Like the. Tw- 10 or how many 20 essential movies essential, essential. if you're going to listen to this podcast there are 20 movies yep. that you need to see and i think borat's on that list borat is on that list all right i think we're doing dork essential movies next week dork essentials volume essentials. one how many do we need how many do you think 25 it's 25 movies that you better have seen or if you come across us you better lie about having seen it big yeah i saw it i just don't remember it but you saw it say you saw it yep. and then you go immediately go get it I'm already here. ripping off my list right now. There's a there's a little bit of 80s action movies in there, so get there's ready. There's going to be some 80s action. There's mm-hmm. going to be the, that comic book flair, the horror flair. Yes. There's going to be maybe some porno on there as well. Maybe or maybe we do five a category. <laughs> I don't know, you seen Except pirates? 15 porno. <laughs> Not pirates of the Caribbean, pirates. And those who are in the know know exactly what i'm talking about it with johnny depp it is not not the one with johnny depp More it johnny is not <laughs> you with me uh yes so yes. that poor guy that, too that sad sack that's the oh, thing though man i have news by okay the way. i was just reading this did you know is this breaking news it's not breaking news because this actually came out six months ago but we are nope nope it's not breaking and news. now no. hashtag dork breaking news flash go ahead has a breaking news. We are now, since it's it's November, we are one month away from Marvel retaining the rights to Daredevil. 
Yeah, that, they gotta they gotta bring it to Disney it's going Plus. Back, However, exactly. So Charlie, what's it? Charlie Cox, the guy. Um, Cox is it on Twitter or his Instagram? Like it was on social media. It's at Cox. Yeah, he. There was a video of him sitting watching TV, and he yeah. reaches over and grabs the Daredevil helmet and put it back on. Oh my god, gotta have and just it. one month away from that. The rights reverting back to Disney. Yeah, so Disney can put it back. Can put it on Disney, uh, Disney Plus. So e- worst case, you get to watch the first two seasons of Daredevil. We can do it right now. Who gives a shit? Three you seasons. Get- three, seasons. three seasons. Yeah, but Daredevil wouldn't be good on Disney Plus unless they went full out. Well, they, they it's no worse than the Mandalorian. It's more graphic than the Mandalorian. Yeah, some of those fights, like that, the the Punisher, some of that stuff. Come you can on. clean it up a little Come bit on. and still be good. Mac wants to know if Busty Cops Two is going to be on the essential movie list. Is that a Skinamax flick? <laughs> uh, because uh, Bikini Car Wash One through Three is on the list. Can we use individual episodes of uh, Red Shoe Diaries? <laughs> <laughs> is there uh, Emmanuel in space? Is that another one we could use? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's good stuff anyway so that's the rossi horrible take no surprise hasn't seen nor cares to see borat or borat 2 just fuck that take classic rossi it is yeah. it is an f that take kind of take yeah all right let's get some video news or video game news it's time for davy's video game minute. even if it takes more than a minute all right, Ryan, what do you have? I know there's well, a there's a big date coming up here. There's a big date. Oh, huge date coming up. No. And by the way, uh, we are always the Video Game Minute, powered by Wild Bill Soda. Notice that I am the mayor of Cream City since I am enjoying a vintage vanilla cream soda. By the way, if you haven't got your hands on one of these yet, what the fuck are you doing? What's wrong with you? Just go to Wild Bill Soda, punch in the cr- promo code Ron Von D. Get yourself some good-ass cane, pure cane sugar soda. Veteran-owned and operated. This shit's the balls. And they just sent me a new sampler pack. I'm so excited about it. I drink it all the time. Guys, Get swim in soda, soda, for Christ's sake. And so should you. I'm the mayor of Cream City. <laughs> Gotta have my cream soda. Anyway, big week. So a week from Thursday, big drops. We have the PlayStation 5 is coming out, um, as well as the Xbox Series X, I believe, which I will not be buying hmm. for reasons, for personal reasons. Not because I think it's bad or I think it's no. whatever. No. I have very practical reasons as to why I will not be buying an Xbox. You can't you buy like everything. One, you can't. I can buy one, right? Yeah, everybody My gets one. Because we always get heat for like, oh, you guys doing like Xbox is fine. Xbox I concede Xbox is fine. The reason I'm not buying an Xbox, one. Because <laughs> I'm not a fucking are loser. Th- are th- <laughs> no. One, because I believe. Yeah. And I think this is indisputable. Yeah. That the exclusive games for PlayStation are far superior than the exclusive games for Xbox. I've noticed that. There's no question in my mind. You should just you should simply just say Spider-Man for you. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. or God of War or Last yeah. of Us or Uncharted or the you might, I, the list goes on. It goes I, on, I and on and on and on. I understand that it does. Yeah. The specs are basically the same. The Xbox, I will concede, does have a little bit of a faster processor. That's fine. More teraflops. I know you like teraflops. I am in on teraflops. The games I do want to play on Xbox, I can play on PC. Mm. I already own a PC. Okay. All right. So the practical reason is it's nothing against Xbox. I just basically already have one. Okay. There you go. You don't have to yell at us. I'm not yelling at anybody. You're yelling right? at us. That is, that is uh, a there's collective. a new League of Legends game coming out called The Ruined King, which I guess okay. is a turn-based. It's it's a turn-based RPG, which is kind of cool. All right. Uh, the lore of League of Legends is kind of cool. I might be checking that out. 
Um, let's see. Oh, speaking of Spider-Man and PlayStation 5, they just showed the new Miles Morales is getting the Spider-Verse suit. Oh, awesome. And one thing they did on PlayStation 5 that they couldn't do on, on PlayStation 4 is they actually animated it the way it looks in the movie. So it's got yeah. that choppy, like they don't do it like synchronously with the animation. It's be sick. It looks amazing. Oh. Amazing. I know. Um, we have Call of Duty Black Ops now is now rumored on PC to take up 250 gigs on PC. What are we doing here? What are we doing? The game's not even that good. You're gonna waste yeah. all those gigs. You Seems know what like I mean? A lot of gigs. Um, the Oculus Quest Two is coming out, despite PlayStation oh. developers saying that they're not that VR is not going to be a meaningful part of gaming in the in the near future. It's kind of a niche thing. I play Beat Saber still. I do all like Iron Man VR was kind of cool and whatever. But yeah, um, the Oculus Quest Two um, is now available for pre order. It's completely wireless. Now we're getting into wireless VR, which is what I've been waiting for. That's what we need, so I can I can run around the house exactly and bump yeah. into stuff and whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, and for you PC people, um, you can buy now or pre-order the RTX 3070, which is the new GPU graphics card, which I probably will be doing at some point. There you go. But I gotta buy Take a. Uh, I gotta buy a. Uh, what do you Come call on, it? a PlayStation Five first. So. Right. Before I upgrade the PC, we got to do right. that. So right. um, that's pretty much. Oh, and Sony's PlayStation app is now awesome. They completely updated the app, and you oh, can good. actually control your PlayStation Five and work oh, your settings shit. on the app. So right, cool. if you yeah. have that, make sure make sure you get out there and do that. Just go ahead and do it. Fucking do. It. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Go ahead and do it. That's yep. a good. That, thank you, Ryan. That's a lot of good information there. A lot of good information. And I, what was I, they like? Most. What was the Twin City? Oh, Geeks fairly informative. Fairly informative. Okay, there we yep. go. Twin City Geeks said the video game minute was fairly informative, and they weren't wrong. Yep. God bless them. Any God any pub's them. good pub. Yep. Ryan, you ready for the topic du jour? I actually really fucking am. But you, you go ahead and tell be. the people what they are. Yeah, you better be because I barely know what this is. So yes. you are going to explain everything. You got this new book. And we were talking last week. We're like, all right, Dorktober's over. All the horror movie stuff is over. Mm -hmm. What should we do? You know, Mandalorian's just starting. Fargo's not done yet. Oh, by the way, haven't mentioned Fargo much. Not the best season. Slow. It's slow. I'm three episodes in, and it's very it slow. It is a slog. But anyway, mm -hmm. so we're like, what, what should we do? And then you said, I have this book, which is what? So this is actually not a book. It comes from a book, but it's a, oh, series, I'm sorry. It's a series of cards. Now, oh, even better. Um. Chuck Klosterman, who was one of my favorite authors, wrote a book called Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. Now, in that book is a lot of essays about pop culture and about music and about all these things. And one of the essays is called, like, questions I ask people to find out if I can really love them. And Very those good. questions that he asks are contained in this stack. But these are 50 questions that he came up with. And I'll let the author... Uh, so this is what... Chuck Klosterman said in the introductory card, this is what okay. it says. Do you mind if I read it? Just to get people no, the back. Please. Yeah. All right. So it says, some people are extremely good at making small talk. These people are better known as idiots. That's how it starts. Now. That hurts. Because I was just thinking, oh, I could small talk. And then, yeah. yep, also an idiot. Damn. These are the kinds of humans who can talk to a stranger for 40 minutes without learning anything essential about who that stranger is. Definitely. They talk about the weather and about other people, and they mention what kind of car they drive and how old their children are. They have conversations in public that are ultimately no different than silence in an empty room. <laughs> I refuse to be that kind of person. I refuse to make small, small talk. I refuse. 
I don't care what the situation is or what the protocol is supposed to be. I see no value in asking someone a friendly, non-adversarial question if neither party cares what the answer is. Instead, I prefer to ask questions where the solution is irrelevant. I pose hypothetical questions where how one answers the query matters far more than the literal conclusion. There is no right answer to these kinds of questions. The end never matters. What matters is how you get to the end. What matters is how you think, not what you think. This deck represents those questions. If these questions seem absurd or boorish or juvenile, that's totally fine. Don't read them and don't answer them. We don't <laughs> need to be friends. We are not the same. But if you want to find out who other people really are, these are the conversations you need to have. And you need to have them now. Oof. Prepare to become more interesting. From Chuck Klosterman. Now, All right, Chuck. These questions, uh, I did a little bit of this with furloughed friends because we were hit a bit of a lull, and I was like, all right, let's try these. All right, so I picked out, so these are- <laughs> a bit are, of a lull. We started talking about the weather. Right, and, and I'm like, you know, know what? I don't talk to these cats enough. We're going to find out what's really going on in Nick and Lucy's head. So I broke okay. them out, and it went very, very well. Now, one of the things that's always worked on this podcast is when you and I disagree. Yes. I think people 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 do like those episodes. Hope, yeah. hope that these th now these are going to spur some sort of conversation. Now we're about a half hour into the podcast right now. We're going to do a handful of these things. There are 50. We're not going to get through okay. all of them. So if they're good, maybe we come back and do if a volume good, two. Yeah. We do a volume two. If you guys well. like this, but these are the types of questions that we and I'm going to start uh with this and one. I have not seen any of you these. You have not seen so, any of okay. these, and you have yeah. no idea what I'm gonna ask. No idea. Here's this. This is called Super Gorilla. Okay? okay. Follow me. Wait till I'm done and then we can have the conversation. Genetic engineers at Johns Hopkins University announced that they have a, developed a so-called Super Gorilla. Though the animal cannot speak, it has a sign language lexicon of more than 12,000 words, an IQ of nearly 85, and most notable, a vague sense of self-awareness. Oddly, the creature, who weighs 700 pounds, becomes fascinated by football. The gorilla aspires to play the game at the highest level and quickly develops the rudimentary skills of a defensive end. ESPN analyst Tom Jackson speculates that this gorilla would be, quote, borderline unblockable and would likely average six sacks per game. Although Jackson concedes it would be the beast might be susceptible to counters and misdirection plays. Meanwhile, the gorilla has made it clear that it would never intentionally injure another opponent. Here's the question. You are the commissioner of the NFL. Would you allow this gorilla to sign with the Oakland Raiders? <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, and I. I hate to say, I this. This is a phrase I don't like, Ryan. Okay, but my brain is so small that I'm going to be forced to use it. Slippery slope. It's it is a, a slippery a, slope. It's a bit of a slippery slope because what if all of a sudden there's a cheetah who can catch passes there and he won't hurt anybody, but he can catch passes with his mouth and like he's unstoppable and he wants to play for the Jets. I'm not letting him play for the Jets. This gorilla wants to play for the Raiders. Now, one team has a 700-pound gorilla Fucking and right. everybody else is just playing with jack-offs. Not yeah. allowing it. Not allowing it. Okay. Now, let me, let me pose this question to you in the way I understand it. You were the commissioner of the NFL. That's right. Right, That's you are not said. the director of player safety. No. What is the what is the commissioner of the NFL ultimately concerned about? Money, fucking asses and seats. Money. If you tell people that the Oakland Raiders are have a seven hundred pound gorilla on their team, you yeah. sell out every game, home and away, that Oakland plays is that year. Football in jeopardy right now, though of of losing a ton of fans. It's, I don't think so. 
it, right, and right now, I don't know. Well, nobody's going to the games. No one's going to the games right <laughs> now. Get, you need no, to put asses in seats. Now, don't, I don't you think also... you want a fucking gorilla because here's the other here's the other job of the commissioner is to make all of the owners happy. There are 32 owners in the league. One right. owner is going to be pumped because Harambe is playing DN for him. The other 31 owners are going to say, listen, I know that he told us in his sign language that he won't hurt the players. We can't trust him. He's going to hurt somebody. He's a 700-pound gorilla, for Christ's sake. I don't trust him. See, here's the other thing, too. Don't you find it peculiar, peculiar that the question is specific in signing with the Oakland Raiders? Yes, I do. Because they're in Vegas now, so that you got to toss the question. Okay, I got to toss the question. But with the Raiders, now does that make sense? Is that on brand for the Raiders? The Raiders would take, back in the Al Davis days, it's the just win baby era, and That's they would right. take anybody. They would just draft the fastest guys. They would they would commit a million penalties. They didn't care. Exactly. They didn't so that's care. very on brand for the Oakland Raiders. Let, I, me, let me flip it a little bit for you it, yeah. real quick, because you remember the episode of Luke Cage where Todd Bowles went and worked him out. Do and I so ever remember that? This was that question where could a superhero, if we were in the world, if the MCU was real or like the, the, the boys was real, yep. could a super powered person play professional sports? Uh, why would you want to? It'd be boring. It would be, but you could make all of the money, whatever the highest paid DN gets or tight end or wide out or quarterback or whatever. And guess what, Rich? Guess what? Yeah. You don't have to pay the gorilla. So that's another, that's another huge problem. The other owners will hate that. They'll be like, uh, salary cap violation. You got to pay him something. And then you give him the minimum. Or what if you just run, like you could run a pop pass and you don't have to worry about the gorilla. I bet Drew Rosenhaus. I bet Drew Rosenhaus would be his agent. Drew Rosenhaus would come in. Of course in and be he like, would. I'll of take him. Who's the guy? Um, Bob Sugar. Yeah, Bob Sugar. Uh, no, who's the guy? LeBron James. Um, Rich his Paul. Agent. Rich Paul. Is it Rich Paul? His buddy. I thought Rich he had Paul. a guy who was like it was his buddy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do it like that. All that right. Guy, I you want to move no. on? Are you I saying say yes? Okay. I say absolutely yes yeah. because all ultimately, as the commissioner of the NFL. I'm worried yeah. about product. Think of the think of the merchandising. I think, think the other the owners. The, I think the player there'd be like a player revolt. Screw them. Well, you need the player. You only got one gorilla. Yeah, I get a thousand. Maybe you have a thousand. You have a thousand human to worry about. For once, I'm I'm the short game. You're long game. I'm short game. Yeah. I want asses and seats for one right. season. Uh, listen, the and there's no guarantee that he wants. He's going to make the team. He's just probably on the. He's what if you just the had team. the threat of the of the gorilla on the field? Follow the money. Do you think I'm Roger would, Goodell? I don't give a shit. Do you think he would tuck his shirt in? Because if not, that's a fine. <laughs> that's that's a fine. <laughs> would you find shoes that fit him? There's a fine. Socks. Don't you have to wear the appropriate socks? You gotta, wear, you gotta wear all the right stuff. It's yeah, the no I think fun that's league. an issue. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to see a gorilla take a shot at Aaron Rodgers, though? Yes, I would. I don't know why Aaron Rodgers just popped into my head. I don't really like his face. Nah, something. There's something off about that. Something guy. off. I don't like him. No, nah, I think you're right. Would you like to move on to the next one? Yes, please. That was a good spirited debate. That was a good start, right? Good start. Hot start. Good question. This is a good one. This is a good one for us. It's called The Life in Film. Ooh. For whatever reason, two unauthorized movies are made about your life. The first is an independently released documentary, primarily composed of interviews with people who know you and bootleg footage from your actual life. Critics are describing the documentary as brutally honest and relentlessly fair. Meanwhile, Columbia TriStar has produced a big budget biopic of your life, casting major Hollywood stars as you and all of your acquaintances. Though the movie is based on actual events, screenwriters have taken some liberties with the facts. Critics are split on the artistic merits of this fictionalized account, but audiences love it. 
Which film would you be more interested in seeing? <sighs> good question. That is a very good another, question. Another good question by Chuck Klosterman. Yep. Do you have an answer off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, I would very much like to see the big budget version of my movie. And I'll tell you why. I'm at the stage in my life right now where I think everybody who I know is honest with me. I hope, at least I hope so. I know I am. You know you are. Yep. I think my wife is. Yep. And I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my <laughs> friends are. Right. Um, I think I know how they feel about me. And I think I know I'm... any. If anybody is more aware of my flaws, I would love to see it because there is nobody more aware than I am. I don't need to see that movie. What I would love to oh, see, yeah, that makes sense, is Bruce Valanche as me <laughs> watching Bruce Valanche navigate my everyday life or Kevin James. You know what I mean? Like I think, I think that might be the answer right there. Honestly, I might I might side with you depending on who the actor is. Right. If Michael B. Jordan's playing me, I'm going to watch it. If some jackass is playing me. I might go with the documentary. And the other reason is you said a lot of real life footage. And I'd be curious, like what real life footage? They'd have to get it from me because I got all the tapes. I was going to. That's my point is like, is this yeah. like sneaky footage or what's going on? And I would also be I would be curious. Is this like a what would you rather watch or if you could only watch one? What was the, what was what the question? You, the, the question was, which film would you be more interested in seeing? So you okay. can see them both. So I would see them both. I think I might be more interested, though in the straight up documentary because I'd be curious if they talk to the right people and I bet there'd be one person where you're like that fucking person doesn't know me that well why'd they talk to them and then there'd be like two people that I'd be waiting for and they'd be like they didn't talk to Davey the whole time they didn't they yeah. didn't like how would they not get him like I'd be curious because again I had nothing to do with either movie and I'd be curious for people who are like hey, this is everything. This is all true stuff about him. Like, what stuff did they highlight? What stuff did they leave out? And maybe that's kind of narcissistic of me, but I think I would be interested in the, the like, straight-up version. Yeah, see, like I said, I think I've, I've, I have a good enough memory where I don't need that anymore. I would love to see fucking my life with explosions. Explosions you know I mean? are cool. Yeah. And maybe they let me make a cameo. Like, they usually know they do yeah. that when they do a biopic. Like, they, they can make have you make a cameo in your own movie mm-hmm what do you think like i wonder how risque some of the footage would be like would it be sex stuff perhaps like so so maybe you get a producer credit and you can pick your own love interest you know who knows okay all right now we're talking see like i i think there's a little bit more freedom to be like i, I this is how it went but i wish it went this way yeah you know, I feel like both films would be dull if it was. <laughs> if it was Ultimately, it's not going to be great. You might are going to love the big budget one. So you might a- be let down. But right. If you put enough crazy lights and skies and fireworks and maybe people will watch the other one. Because it says here that critics love the first one. Mm. They're mixed on the second on the big budget one. But audiences love it. Well, then that's all that. Ma- I mean, that's, that's all because that, what that what that describes to me is a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy or it's like an action type of thing or whatever. Right. Yeah. So that's uh-huh. what I want to see. Go on. Go on. Yeah. Um, okay. This one is called The Porn Painter. You ready for this? We're I am ready. Now. Believe it or not, I am. I'm you need very to have ready. the inside of your home painted. Oh. A thorough oh. online search of available professional painters indicates that one candidate is especially ideal for your needs. He has earned high approval ratings from past employers and is relatively inexpensive. However, when you contact him by phone, he mentions one strange detail about his work habits. 
He insists on watching pornography while painting. <laughs> don't worry, I don't masturbate to it. I just, it's just for entertainment, he says. <laughs> but it's the only way I like to paint. This being the case, I will need to use your DVD player and, and view my personal collection of erotic films while I work. <laughs> I may also use your cable service to purchase online or pay-per-view pornographic movies, Wait, but I will what? itemize but I will itemize any movies I watch oh. and subtract them from the cost of my overall bill. Okay. Do you employ this pornography enthusiast as your house painter? So he's just like a porn addict. He just likes porn. So I assume he'll be like fully hard while he's painting. He won't masturbate to it. He just likes it. He just, li- know, he just really likes it. He's got to be pretty rock hard, I would imagine. Very stiff. Like what's it? Uh, like Lamplighter and and the boys. He just watches yeah. it. Just watches porn like in the background. Like in so the he's background. a good. He's a good painter. Now you know what my he's first good. question will be. Yeah. How much what's does it cost? What's the now price? It's, I think it says it. It suits. I think the thing says it's ideal for your needs. So All it's right. inexpensive. He's so good. If he claims he's not going to jack off, if <laughs> you're the... going to jack off, hope I don't <laughs> jack off. <laughs> yeah, I hope you don't either, buddy. You should probably stop buying these movies. That might I know. help. So I don't love the idea that he could just be buying a bunch of movies, but if he's going to pay it back, he's going to take it off his bill. He's going to take it off his bill. And if he's as good as everybody says he is and he, and he does the job, I have no fucking problem with that. I have it's no problem with him that. too. He doesn't have like a crew. It's just him. He's efficient. He's good. He's in and out. And I would just make sure there. that my wife and daughter are never home when he's home. Another, or, other than that, what the fuck? Why not? Why not? You get it. I mean, I feel completely comfortable doing it. Now, people have their things. Like, yeah. Everyone has their thing. I'm not uncomfortable by it. Yeah. I can't have a naked, sweaty man, man ass all over my home. I yeah, can. Mac, Max, no. CT Rebel is a uh, yes. You know, as long as the guy's affordable, the guy's affordable. I don't care. That's affordable. And he does a good job. Around. He's highly rated on what's that thing they do? Uh, what's the Help. not Craig's list, but it, no, it's what's the Angie's list? He's up he's there. Up. He's up super high in Angie's list. Super high. around. I can. And you have people who use the before, like, Yeah, it's weird, but like whatever. If I'm getting a good a good paint job for a what? a a relatively decent <laughs> price, the fuck do I care if the guy watches porn? Well, here's the other thing. So if I if he says to me, mm-hmm. I need to be at your house from noon to four. Okay. If I show up at four, is he fully clothed, ready to go? He's, he's he's leaving. He's out the door. He's still like super hard. He's like, I don't know what to do with this. Hey, buddy, can you help me out? Is, I don't think he is hard. I think if you're a porn enthusiast, I don't think you're you're in it. It's not a sexual thing for you. You just watch it soft. Yeah. Oh. For the story? Or yeah, or you just find it interesting. You just you know it, it maybe it's an educational thing. Oh, Maybe yeah. it's just a comfort thing. Like, so, so this, are, is there I've a show? Is there a show that you put on just to have it be white noise? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess I've put on different things. I'll, you know, it's usually not. It's not erotic. No, because if erotica. my the my ears go up if I'm if I'm hearing those those noises, those <laughs> carnal noises, right? Yeah, I can't focus as well. I wouldn't be able to paint a house. Let's say no, I wouldn't. But no. maybe this guy. But is? yes, uh, so we agree on that one. I'm a yes. And Mac brings up a good point too. Although maybe he could give you some some recommendations. Be like, what's good. if I'm into this, yeah. this, and this? Yeah. What can you recommend? Yeah. And it's interesting because he's obviously found a job that he's able to bring his habit to the workplace, but it does it must cut some of the potential uh, jobs in half. Like I don't think everybody would be on board. No, I don't think it would be. But at the same time, like if he did it without it, he wouldn't do as good of a job. No, that's true. Maybe it focuses. If you say, them. if you're like, I'll hire you, but you can't watch porn, you might get a shitty paint job. Yeah. Mm-mm. 
Mm. I, I'm in on it. I don't. I don't know if anyone else is with me here. But I'm in on. I'll, it. I'll sign them up. I'll sign them. Sign them up. Yep. This is a good one. We're moving on because that one is a okay. quick one. All right. Yep. This is called Shaquille in the shower. <laughs> it's actually the guy home, that just painted. It's the guy who just painted your house. It's the guy who just painted your house. No, it goes along those lines, <laughs> but this one's good. I'm gonna. Okay. You come home from an afternoon of shopping, expecting your residence to be empty. However, upon entering your front door, you immediately sense that something is strange. The entire sp- place smells like marijuana and roses. Hmm. There is a briefcase sitting in the middle of your living room floor filled with diamonds and Christmas cookies. You hear the shower running, and when you open the door to the bathroom, you realize that the man using the shower is basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal. A naked Shaq peers at you from behind the shower curtain and smiles enthusiastically, but says nothing. He then returns to washing himself. When you ask O'Neal what he's doing in your home, he simply says, I don't remember. Do you call the police? Ooh, first of all, let me say this. This is sort of a... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what this is, but when I was covering the Celtics, not, sure. not to talk about myself, Drag, but when I was covering Drag. the Celtics, yep. I obviously was was in close proximity to Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. That is, without a doubt, the biggest man, human person in the world. That guy is a monster. Because what's funny is when you're up close to a lot of basketball players, you realize just how like skinny they are. Like Kevin Garnett. Ray Allen, even Paul Pierce, who like some people are like, oh, he's like kind of chubbier. Like they're thin. Like they have, they're just like, there's no fat on these guys. Then you see Shaquille O'Neal. It is the, if you saw him in your house and you weren't expecting him, you yeah. might fucking pass out. Like that would be so shocking. Guy is enormous. I don't even know if he'd fit in any of my showers that I have. I think the biggest person I've ever seen in person is Vince Wilfork. Yes. Oh, another monster of a man. And I think Shaq is bigger than him. Yeah, no, he definitely is because Vince is probably six two or something. Shaq's seven feet tall. It's yeah. just it's it's hard to put in like think about your day to day job. Now, maybe some of our listeners happen to be really tall themselves, but if you see somebody who's like six six just walking around, you're like, yeah. Oh, that guy's fucking really tall. So yep. now a half a foot taller than that. And then well over 300 pounds. That's what Shaq is. But the question is, would you call the cops? And if he is pleasant, if he's calm, and if he's by himself, no, I don't. I don't. I don't call the cops. I go, let's let's figure this out. Because first of all, it's it's Shaq. So I'd be mm-hmm. like, all right, Shaq, you're in my house. Like, what's going on? No, I'm not going to call the cops. Like, hey, Shaquille O'Neal here. Come, come arrest him. I'd be like, we'll figure this out, dude. I'm all for a story. You obviously had a time. You somehow got into my house. I don't he's know high. what the deal is. He's, he's high, high as a kite. Yeah. Taking a shower. He's got Christmas cookies, so you know he's in a festive mood. No, I'm not calling. No one knows cookies. where the diamonds came from. I, you know what? If Shaq having a briefcase full of diamonds doesn't phase me. That guy is no. like, no. Isn't he? He's talking about buying Reebok right now. Also, right. Do you know how much money Shaquille O'Neal is worth? Exactly. And like him having a briefcase full of diamonds, like doesn't, I don't even balk at that. And here's the other thing. Now, Shaquille O'Neal owes you a favor. That's a big favor to have. Or he might simply just pay you off and be like, dude, just can we forget about this? Like, hey, can you not tell TMZ? I'm like, fine. And then he's like, uh, uh, he'd either write you a Leave check the that, or he'd give you something or whatever. He's like, yeah, you know, if you ever need anything, let me know. I'm like, because he's also a sheriff. He's a fucking sheriff too. So he's a sheriff. me, my immediate reaction is like something's wrong with Shaq. Shaq has just had a psychotic break, right? Mm-hmm. My issue with calling the police is that shit might escalate in my house. Yeah, you don't need that. 
I don't need that. What I'm going to do, I'm going to talk to Shaq. I'm going to let him do his, I'm going to let Shaq do whatever he wants. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good, that's I'll a be good like, Look, plan. man, like, just don't wreck my house. Do you need something to eat? Sit down yeah. and get you a cup of water or something. Yes. You know, and, but like, I'm not calling the cops think, on Shaq. And I think if you called the cops, like almost on anyone, I mean, I guess depending on what it is, I just feel like if, if it's it, and Shaq sees you in this scenario too. Yeah. So what are the cops are going to show up in one second or you get, you get a little bit of time to kill as, as the person in this case, Shaq knows that you just called the police on them. Do you think they're more likely to run away or beat the shit out of you? Maybe both. <laughs> right. Maybe beat the shit out of you and then run away. Then the cops show up and they're like, what happened? You're like, I, I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm lying in my own blood and piss because you guys didn't get here quick enough. <laughs> yeah. I I'm good with it. I let yeah, Shaq finish Shaq? His, I let him finish his shower and I and we figure it out later. Kind of dig it. Yeah. Kind of dig that answer. Yep, Just leave Shaq be. Yes. He's doing anything. He's showering. Yeah, First of all, I don't think he him. would fit in my shower. I think he has like a special shower. That would be a tough squeeze, I think, in uh, my shower. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. This is called office politics. Love it. Love it. You work in an office. Okay. Generally, you are popular with your coworkers. Sounds right. Not true for me. However, <laughs> you discovered that there are two currently two rumors circulating of the off the office gossip mill, and both involve you. Oof. The first rumor is that you got drunk at the office holiday party and had sex with one of your married coworkers. This rumor is completely true, but oh. most people don't believe it. The oh. second rumor is that you've been stealing hundreds of dollars of office supplies and then selling them to cover a gambling debt. This rumor is completely false, but virtually everyone assumes it's true. Which of these two rumors is more troubling to you? Um, oh, wait, am, is, it, is this is like me? So like I'm also married? Yes. Oh, well, I already fucked up myself then. If, if in this case, I've already cheated, but nobody thinks that I did, but they're like, they're just kicking that around. Yeah. But I am I am married, and the other one is that I'm stealing shit, but I didn't steal shit. Right. Well, I get so this would never happen. I am of a, course I'm, not. I'm a monotonous. This is all that's man. hyper hypothetical. This is all <laughs> hypothetical. Uh, yeah, I would be more pissed off about the one that isn't true because I obviously the the one that is true is something that I did in this scenario and. It doesn't seem like people are really buying into it anyway. So like maybe somebody's like, oh, yeah, I heard about this. And then I could easily be like, nah. And they'd be like, yeah, no, I guess not. Whereas the other one, mm, that's kind of fucked up. So I'd be more I'd be more upset about the one that's not true. I would be more upset about that, too, but for a different reason. Because I think if people like heard that I or if I did hypothetically, if I did bang another a co-worker, right? Nah. And someone said that and it got back to me, I'd be like, where did you hear that? Right? Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, well, I know it's not true. But like, you're right. It's not true. Now, the second one, the gambling debt that I'm stealing stuff, I can prove that that's not true. How? Because I could, like, I have bank state. I I could go to, okay, what bookie am I, where am I booking these bets? Mm, Okay. Oh, like, show me the receipt. I'm not placing bets on anything. Yeah. Like, well, that's true too, because then I could just say to anybody who believes it, it would be like, "Have any of you seen me steal anything?" Or like, "Is anything missing?" Right. 
Yeah, like, that's true. You can prove that. Like, well, I don't what have if, office what if, supplies. What if this, though? What if somebody else is stealing and that person's getting away with it and they're pinning it on you? Be like, it's not me. Like, I, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and again, if I'm if I'm doing it to cover gambling, show me the receipts. Show me where I place these bets because I'm well, not. What about this one? Only one of those things, according to uh, Rebel, says could get you fired. Where does he work that he can bang coworkers and not get fired? <laughs> I don't think you get fired for that. I think it's oh, like yeah, a, yeah, you do. Oh, you can. Ah, you could. Yeah, you. Not everywhere. Yeah, yeah not everywhere. Um, but I think it depends on how messy it gets. Right, and I think in my in my situation, you're gone. Yeah, you can't in, do that there. You can't do that. No, 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 think, no. That's that's a place you can't do it. You I think other yeah. places, I think you could probably get away with it. But are there people that kind of like sweep it under the rug though? I mean, it's like I don't know. I I, I, I don't. Want to <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. All right, let's do uh, let's do one more. One more. Okay. Yeah, one or two. The... All right, this is my favorite one. I'm going to read you my favorite one. Okay? okay. Let us assume that you you. I know you love this. It's called the rudimentary magician. <sighs> In... Okay. Yep. I saved this one for last. Okay. Let us assume that you meet a rudimentary magician. Let us also assume that he can do five simple tricks. He can pull a rabbit out of his hat. He can make a coin disappear. He can turn the ace of spades into the joker card. And he can do two other tricks in the similar vein. These are his only tricks, and he can't learn any more. However, it turns out that he's doing these five tricks with real magic. It's not an illusion. He can actually conjure a bunny out of the ether. He can move a coin through time and space. He is legitimately magical, but extremely limited in scope and influence. Would this person be more impressive than Albert Einstein? To me, yes. Why? Illusions are more impressive than Albert Einstein to me. But this guy has real magic. Real magic. I'm curious about the other two. That could really sway it. The two tricks that we don't know, that could really be a game changer. So if he, he can make something appear like behind your ear, but it's real. Like there's nothing That's there. fucking crazy though. Because even yeah. if it's like, because uh, first of all, it's like, all right, where's that coin going? So he's making a coin disappear. That's yeah. insane. Like that is real. And he's pulling bunnies out. Not that we need more and more bunnies. We don't. But we don't need all these bunnies. But he can do that. That's crazy. And I've always thought if you're really, really good at one thing, you can do pretty well for yourself. You don't need yeah. to be like okay at a lot of things. It doesn't. So think about that. Like if, if if there's a magician, and I guess the Albert Einstein thing is a little bit different. But like if a magician has a thousand tricks, but they're all like C plus B minus tricks, or you have one guy who does mm-hmm. five A plus tricks, that guy's way more impressive. And I agree with you. And again, but for different reasons. Yes. My reason. Is yes, I do think that guy is more impressive. And the reason I believe that is because everything that Albert Einstein theorized was having to do with time and space and the speed of light and all of these things and possibly the ramifications of time travel and whatever. Uh, yes. This guy is putting those into practice. He's Good actually point. doing it. Yeah. So like moving things through time and space, wormholes and all that stuff that like the theoretical physics that like Einstein had his head around, but never actually did it. Yeah. This guy's doing it. That is true. That's a good point. And it's more impressive because he is now the conduit by which you learn how to do other things with that. Yeah, that's true. And it's not, it's like, like it's, it's not magic. It's science. And it's, it's now it's not theory. It's something that somebody can do. Oof, I and love all, it. all it takes 
like anything in life, I firmly believe that all it takes is like the belief you see someone do something and you're like, that can be done now. Now I can do something else. So it's going to force magic into the world, which I've been, I've been dying for. I really need that to happen. Like real magic. I love my dude. I love magic so much. I I love it. And I love a a simple card trick. I love, I love it. I have two card tricks that I know. That's it. (sighs) Have you done them for me? I don't think so. I, that needs to happen. Okay, that needs to happen. All right. That needs to happen at some point. Now, are these tricks that can be done on video or they need to be done in person? Uh, like, it needs you, to be done in you, person. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll do we'll it. Figure it out. Yeah. We'll do it. Um, good stuff. I like that. I like That's that. That's good, game. right? Yeah. And like think, we only did like six. I know. But they're good conversations. And we're not we're not simpletons, so they're, they're we we can expand on them. Okay, one more. And then one more, more. and then we're done. Okay. I promise. This is a quick one. Your best friend is taking a nap on the floor in your living room. Suddenly, you are faced with a bizarre existential problem. He or she is going to die unless you kick your slumbering friend as hard as you can in the ribcage. If you don't do this, he or she will never wake up. However, you can never explain your actions. If you later inform your friend that you did this to save his or her life, they'll die from that. So, you have to kick your sleeping friend in the ribs, and you can't explain why. Since you cannot tell your friend the truth... What excuse do you fabricate to explain this seemingly inexplicable attack? Oh my god! First of all, you definitely do it. That's not even a debate. It's not even a debate. Uh, and then I would just say I would scream "goal" like "goal," <laughs> <laughs> goal! "goal," yeah. Or I would say you were snoring, or I would say like "I got you, bitch." Like I would just like. And I don't think any of my friends, like if I did that to you if or you Sharky, kicked me in the ribs when I was sleeping, I'd be like, what the fuck? And you'd be like, fuck you. And you're like, yeah, run away because you're you. faster than me. Yeah. And then we wouldn't talk about it ever again. No, I'd be like, I'm going to. And then the next time you were asleep, I'd You'd like kick me. I'd, and I'd be smear like, shit on your face like CKY2K. I'd be like, I'd be like I fucking saved your life. And then boom, you die. <laughs> and then I die right there. I was like, all you had to do is be like, if I come at you hard, be like, I saved your life. And then I die right in front of you. I think, I think, he, I think. That was that was no problem. You can come up with a bunch of stuff. I think for us, it's a little bit different because we grew up in the jackass generation. Where and I just like, assume, that you, like, dude, you should have been sleeping on my floor. Like, yeah, oh man, I, I, I'm sorry. I thought you said kick you. You were screaming in your sleep, kick me in the chest, and then I did. I would never ever be the first person to this. Never the first person to fall asleep. No, no, definitely. You're not. just asking for it at that point. And yep. I'm I'm almost forty years old, and I still I don't go in the bathroom with the lights off. Smart. And I'm never the first person to fall asleep at a sleepover. Smart man right there. Adult sleepovers. Right, <laughs> because you're having so many sleepovers. I'm having so now. many adult sleepovers in my life yeah. right now. I'm isolated and weird. And no one comes to my house. No, but no, you're not allowed yeah. to though. You gotta follow the protocols. You're doing yeah. right. Well, I, think, I, like, I think I, I like would that. tell somebody that like I was running to take a shit and tripped. Like they were in the middle of the floor and I was I was running and tripped over them. I think especially if they are sleeping on your floor, it's so easy. But if you like woke up and somebody came to you and like, say you were in like a guest bedroom yep. and they were like, you need to run in there and kick him in the chest while he and his wife are asleep. You need to go do that. That would be harder to explain. It would be very hard to explain, but, you would but it doesn't do matter it. what you, it doesn't matter what the lie is. As long as you just never tell them yeah. that you did it to save their life. I'd be like, you know what? Like fucking uh, another friend of ours dared me to do it. I was sleepwalking. Oh, yeah. Or like, blame it on me. And yep. you would tell me and be like, hey, just so you know, like, I, Dude, I'm lying, I couldn't like, like, and I'd be like just yeah. go with it. I had a fucking dream that I kicked you in the chest. That wasn't a dream. 
<laughs> he fucking kicked me in the chest. It hurts. <laughs> or like I was sleep. Oh shit, I'm sleepwalking. Yeah. Ah, uh, here I am. I woke up. Don't wake me up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good there stuff, go. Brian. I love it. Good stuff. I think we could definitely do another episode of that. that yeah. Fun. Uh, here we go. Let's get to the next portion of the program. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I shall receive it. All right. What do you have? Um, I watched the first episode. This is on Hulu, so this is gonna you're gonna roll your eyes at me, but um, the Marvel show Hellstrom. How is that? Quite good. Uh, oh, it has shit. It, as as with buying a house, someone would say it has good bones. Okay. So you have a brother and sister, kind of like a Constantine vibe. They're mu- so they are. I never read the comic, so this me is either. all new to me. So it's a brother and sister team. Their mother is possessed by a demon. And their father was a serial killer. And mm. they have supernatural abilities. Sounds pretty a good. La, a la John Constantine. So like you have. Oh, nice. And the story is that like the father was a serial killer and kidnapped the daughter and took her with with him on like his killing spree. Okay. And the son was stuck with the mother who was possessed by a demon. Jesus, so it's that like does sound pretty good. It, it, like I said, there's it has elements of like fringe and X-Files. how many episodes is it? Do you know? If they're all streaming right now. I don't know, but I just okay. I, it's like ten or twelve, and um, they're about an hour long. But I, again, I watched the first episode, and there's some really cool characters and some like there's Latin. They speak in Latin, which is great. Love that. So I love it. So yep. again, I'm. Not really endorsing this show so much as like I watched the first episode, I really liked it, and there's bones there. That's all oh, I know. Cool, cool, literally and figuratively. I like that very much, Ryan. Mm-hmm. I have a movie that I liked very much, and then I have a TV show that I finished and I hated. But I'm okay. gonna, it's not really a pick of the podcast, but I mentioned it before, so I need to clarify. Yes, The Haunting of Bly Manor is a horrible, horrible waste of time show. Please don't watch it. If you okay. started it, I did. stop. Get out. It's trash. Wasn't scary. Wasn't good. It wasn't a slow burn. It was just a slog. And I hated it. I watched all nine episodes. It's nine hours of my life gone. And when when I when I'm on my deathbed and they say, Hey Keith, did you have any regrets? I want to say, Yeah, I watched all of the haunting of Bly Manor. I came in and Rye the Girl was watching episode two of Bly Manor. And I said, are you watching Bly Manor without me? And she said, oh, I didn't know. It was like a watch together out. show. And I was like, all right. And I went, in my mind, I went, all right, fuck it. I guess I'm not watching that. I'm glad it I didn't. Stinks. And the mm-hmm. problem is, it was, it's the, like an anthology series or whatever with Hill House. Mm-hmm. Hill House was good. We did an episode on Hill House. Hill House yeah, at loved times it. was slow, but Hill House was fucking scary. I still think about Hill House sometimes. Mm-hmm. This wasn't scary or good like nothing about it did i like i hated it nothing about it did i like so i mentioned it a while ago on the pick of the pod and that was back when i think i was about to start it or maybe i would like watch one episode yep and so that was a misfire so take that one back do not do not watch that can we rescind picks of the pod is that a thing now I think we should. I like Cause that. Because some, sometimes we do picks where we're like, oh, I assume I'm going to like this, and here it is. So right. so Hellstrom might be that. I mean, it might come down good, to that. Good point. Good but point. I'm I'm on board right now saying like the first episode was intriguing. I took Bly Manor back. Oh, the other thing is me and uh, my wife, we watched, we started uh, Unsolved Mysteries Volume 2. Electric Boogaloo? 
we jumped in. We didn't watch the first episode, though. We jumped to a different episode, the one uh, from Japan. We ended up turning it off. It was not very good. Okay. So I've heard all bad things about this season, so I don't know if I'm going to watch it. But the movie I liked very much, actually a Hulu show, Ryan. Palm Springs. Finally saw it. Loved it, right? Loved it. It was great. Loved it. I love Sandberg anyway, so it was only a matter of time until I saw this, but it's but the Groundhog the- Day thing. But like I like I like that. Like I was a big Happy Death Day fan. Like I know it's not an original idea, but I'm good with the Groundhog Day thing. Like if you do as long as you do like a little bit of a twist to it or do it in your own way. And this one was good. I, I was fully engaged the whole time. I liked them together. I let him and the mm-hmm. actress like worked well together. And it was a uh what a fun idea to like get stuck in a loop on the day of a wedding like what would you do like what would really you try funny. to get away with yeah like when people are like drinking and like being idiots like oh, ama- it's a perfect a, day to like relive over and over again an yeah. amazing event to be at yeah over and over again like how he starts the day like in the pool like i would start that way every have a yeah. beer in the pool bloody mary right? beer whatever it might yeah, be whatever and just like and it would be maybe... fun for a while and then i would go rogue a little bit well, then it would be bad. But but yeah, you mm-hmm. can chat up a couple of bridesmaids, perhaps. Maybe steal a smooch. But I thought out. that uh, J.K. Simmons was excellent in the movie. As well. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he definitely was. All right, Ryan, Mandalorian. Let's do a little bit of quick little uh, Mandalorian yes. thing. because I forgot all about this until... Yeah, just until real now. quick. Yeah. Spoilers! Spoilers! All right, so we don't have to play the whole thing. But, yeah, but so, yeah. We don't have to spend a lot of time here, but episode one was called The Marshal, and Timothy Oliphant is in this episode playing the same character that he plays in every single thing that he's in, including this season of Fargo. He's playing the same character again. So the two shows that I'm, like, I'm currently watching, same actor playing the same character, but what was badass about this is he is wearing the Bubba Fett armor. Now, did you see him walk in? It's ill-fitting, and I think that's done on purpose, that it doesn't really fit him. Yeah, and he take he takes the helmet off and puts it on the table, and I look at Timothy Oliphant's handsome face, and I said out loud in a room of nobody but me, I go take that fucking thing off right now. Yep, take it I off. Was really, well, it was I was funny like, you're not him. Take it the fuck off. Well, you definitely the, you're right though. As soon as you see him enter the little bar, like, you're, you're like, not, you're like that no, doesn't you're not look him. like a Mandalorian. First of all, it's not Boba Fett, but it's not even another Mandalorian, and the whole no. idea is. That Mando goes there trying to connect with another Mandalorian so he can find uh, Baby Yoda, his people. Mm-hmm. And so then he sees them and you're like, what is this guy? He looks like a kid in a Halloween costume. Right. And then he pops the head off and he's like, I need that suit. But he's then they work together. The so yeah. Here's the thing about this episode. It's the people who like the show, like you and me, mm-hmm. I think are going to like this episode. The people who don't overall like the series are going to have a problem because we just saw in the finale, like the dark saber stuff right. and like, Oh shit. Like uh, here comes Giancarlo Esposito and all this stuff. And then this is like a side mission. And I like that about star Wars and some of the stories, whether it be like comic books or clone wars or other stuff, like I'm good with side missions. Like we'll get to the dark saber and we'll get to like where they are in like the greater scheme, the bigger world of it. I had no problem with this episode being like, uh, Dune, and let's go take care of this uh, sand dragon. Tremors. Yeah, <laughs> no, for, me, for me, it was like um, I didn't mind it because you needed to get back into the world. Now, I think of when I think of episodes, I think of like comic book 
issues, right? And there's always that one, if you re- read a, a collection of, uh, like a trade of, of um, comic books, there's always one that kind of goes off a little bit, right? There's always yeah. that yeah, yeah. story. It's yeah. never really first, but I, I think some, I forget who was saying in the group chat, I think um, a lot of this is like, it's meant to be taken as kind of like a whole. Um, so don't get so fixated on one episode. And I, I get the gripe that you said it's a side mission. It doesn't really further the overall plot. It did a little bit in that he's looking for un- more Mandalorians now. Like that's yeah. going to be the kind of the theme of this is that he's not only is he searching for the child's people, but he's also searching for his own people. Right. So there's, he yeah. needs to find his people to get him. To, so there's that sense of, community sense of family that these like gunslingers kind of have but not really and i just think again i liked it it's also because they're releasing it one at a time and it's not binge it's not binge bubble that yes. people are like oh where's ahsoka tano where is sasha banks where is the dark saber where is what is giancarlo esposito's guy's name it's like moff gideon moff gideon yeah moff gideon like where so you don't have those guys. The so people are a little bit annoyed, but I think once the whole season is played out, I think it'll be fine. Like I think it'll be good. Like I, again, I liked season one a lot. This was kind of more of that. A mm-hmm. uh, good start. How about the one character, the dude, the with the one eye, the Cyclops, voiced by John Leguizamo? Was that him? That was John Leguizamo's voice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. I don't know where they were though. Do you know where they were? So Tatooine. before, oh, before no, no, that, I don't. Before I don't know. he went to Tatooine. I couldn't figure out where he was. And so then lastly, the big reveal at the end, is that Boba Fett or is that Captain Rex? That's the thing. I don't, it could be, and that's the beautiful or, thing about the clones. Else. It yeah, could right. be any of them. I love how they got the same actor though from the prequels. But I, I want it to be Boba. I do. I do, do? want it to be him. And I want the mm. explanation to be like, I was in a Sarlacc pit and left for dead and the fucking Jawas came and stole my armor. Because he's all scarred up. He's all he's, he oh, looks a little mangled. Shit. He's a little dinged up. I think I would be good with him being alive too, because he's a guy that deserves a little bit better. He's very overrated if you look at just what he's done. We've talked about that a lot. And that's been the knock on him. Yeah. He's not when you see him in Return of the Jedi, he's not very good at what he does. No, he looks sick. It's the coolest armor, yeah. but he kind of stinks, and then like he's just presumed dead. I also love the line in there where they're like it's like an abandoned Sarlacc pit. And they're like, there are no abandoned Sarlacc pits. They're like, yeah, if you eat the Sarlacc. And so like, <laughs> yeah. that's how big this fucking dragon, this sna- sand dragon thing was. And one of the coolest things I read too, is they actually had um, deaf actors play the sand people. So they're actually doing some sign language. Oh, really? Interesting. So that's actually, yeah. So that was actually a really cool thing. I like uh, the sand. I like the sand did. people. And how about us liking rooting for the sand people? I know. You know? twist. One thing that I didn't like, though, you didn't see them walk single file because that's what they do to hide their numbers. Yeah, good point. They didn't do that. But they did do the. Yeah, <laughs> celebrating. By the way, that was like, a, yeah, the Tuscan Raiders was uh, with a Raiders logo was one of my former fantasy football team names. That was for a while until mm-hmm. uh, I think Los Pollos Hermanos took over. That's right. Pretty good, but I, I, overall, I like the episode. Again, people who didn't like it, I kind of understand it, but then I think, all right, you just don't really like the show that much. That's fine. Or you just don't like Star Wars, or you don't enjoy fun. Or good stuff. Or good, like awesome. wholesome. You know what? Everything's awesome. miserable right now, so mm. just enjoy something 
for once. We will now, do we will do a standalone at the very end of this, and we will probably do this same thing where we hit a very beginning at the episodes and then a little bit more at the end. So I would like to um, close this episode right now by saying thank you um, to all of the people who have already donated uh, to Movember. I'm going to be doing this all month. Get used to it. So names that are I'm um, looking at uh, Jordan Roy Bubbles, um, uh, Mac. Nice. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm looking at uh, Billy D, uh, Doctor Joe. Awesome. Um, I'm looking at. Sorry, there's a a couple big ones coming here. Jeff Dwight, two hundred and fifty dollars to Movember oh. right now. We've been doing this a awesome. day, literally twenty four hours, and we've almost raised raised a thousand dollars. Phil Burns, Joe Gilmore, Mike Baranowski, uh, Jared Cantal. Um, you guys, thank you so much uh, for your support with Movember. And I would like to um, uh, close with two things. One, tomorrow night, the kid's back on st- on uh, on Twitch. Twitch. So make, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna be twitching. I don't know what we're gonna be playing yet. I haven't decided yet, but I know I'm gonna be back tomorrow night. And if you guys want to take take part in Movember yourselves, um, I have created a team for the Dork Shared Gooniverse. If you guys are looking to get involved, if you're looking to raise money for this very worthy charity, please reach out via Twitter, via Facebook, via st- uh, Twitch, whatever. Um, and I'll put you guys on the team and we can raise and hit our goal together. So awesome. Thank you so much. Good stuff. Yeah. So definitely check out Davey on Twitter at Arvon D and go to his Twitch page and you can subscribe right now, twitch.tv slash Arvon D and you'll, you'll know when he goes live and, and all of that stuff. So it sounds like Tuesday night. If you're listening to this here on a Tuesday uh, tonight, Davey's going live. Uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and just about everywhere else podcasts are available. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. We stream the episodes on YouTube on Monday nights. You can go to youtube.com slash Dork Podcast. Subscribe to us there as well. We're a part of a Facebook group. You can go to uh, just type in hashtag Dork uh, Gooniverse and you can find out what we're doing. Mac and Goo, uh, Pop Culture Pile Driver, Change My Mind Pod, Furlough Friends, Shime and Dr. Joe, and of course Davey on Twitch as well. Next week, as we came up with it today, we're going to do the 25 essential hashtag dork films. So if you're going to hang out with me and Davey, you need to watch these 25 movies. That is what we're going to do next week. Uh, That'll do it. Thanks for listening to this episode. And before we uh, depart, Ryan, do you know what they say about wombats? I'm, I'm, I'm told I hear tales of square buttholes. Cubed poop.